Hello, Guru Fateh. Welcome to the SIGCAST. My name is Manpreet Singh. Thank you for being with us. We are back with the Shabbat of the week. And with me to discuss the Shabbat is Harinder Singh. Harinder Singh, welcome, Guru Fateh. Guru Fateh, nice to be back. Great. So let's get started and uh, do our usual, which uh, you'll read the Gurmukhi, um, and I'll read it um, in English. And then we'll get in and dive into the Shabbat and talk about it. Sounds good. Rag Sarag Chopade Mahala Pella Karpella Ik Oankar Sat Nam Karta Purk Nirpao Nirvar Akal Murat Ajuni Sapang Gur Prasad Apane Thakurki Haucheri Charan Gahe Jagjeevan Prabke Home Mar Neberi Rahao पूरन परम ज्योत परमेश्वर प्रीतम प्राण हमारे मोहन मोह लिया मन मेरा समझस शब्द विचारे मनमुखहीन होछी मत छूठी मन तन पीर शरीरे जब की राम रंगीला राती राम जपत मन तीरे हम मैं छोड़ पई बैरागन तब साची सुरत समानी अकुल निरंजन सियो मन मानिया बिसरी लाज लोकानी और पवेख नाही तुम जैसे मेरे प्रीतम प्राण अधारा हर के नाम रति सोहागन नानक राम पतारा आई एम द मेडन स्लेव ऑफ माय रूलर ग्रास्प्ड फीट ऑफ डिवाइन वर्ल्ड लाइफ किल्ड एंड एंडेड ईगो रिफ्लेक्ट माय लाइफ इज द बिलवेड परफेक्ट सुप्रीम light supreme divine enticer entice my mind which understands and reflects on shabad self-centered is weak with little and false understanding mind torso and body are in pain when died in the colorful charmer divine mind became serene contemplating charmer divine ego abandoned became viragan then eternal consciousness remained mind accepts self existent immaculate worldly honor forgotten none like you in the past nor in the future my beloved is the life support bride lover is imbued with all pervasive nam nanak charmer divine is husband of the bride lover who has died in all pervasive nam so render saying let's talk about this shabad let's get into the main idea the shabad uh, by guru nanak sahib in rag sarang on page 1197 so maybe let's talk about if the rag has any importance at all and then get into the main ideas of the shabad well of course the uh, rag has importance you know so if you noticed when i was pronouncing it's a little bit different than the most commonly pronounced way which is sarang and in this shabad the title said sarag so sarag and sarang are same thing it's a variation of a tippi it's a nasalization of a consonant idea is same so it's it's actually a vowel nasalization here but the point is sarag and sarang are exactly same rag um and generally speaking you know it's interesting from a mood angle or what they call ras in the classical music indian classical music or hindustani music that the ras of this is shingar which is you know the idea is of romance and mysticism and the season of this is summer and this is an afternoon rag which means think about 
really hot summer day. And in the afternoon, this rust, this flavor is invoked of romance, romancing with whoever in this case. In fact, originally they say this rag, the way it was sung in the afternoon, in fact, sometimes it's called that's why Brindabani Sarang, which essentially means that the way Hardas sang it, he brought Krishna to the Vrindavan, meaning that this invokes that kind of feeling when otherwise the weather is very hot and it cools you in this weather, it entices you in this weather. So that's the rag. That's the setup of this rag. And Gurdanak Padsha uh, utilizes this rag, which is understood in the cultural milieu of the time, even now and those who are those who understand this, to invoke those feelings that when the weather is hot, how do you entice the mind? And that's the kind of vocabulary you will see. Uh, and in fact, you read it. That's the kind of vocabulary which is utilized in here. So that's the background. The the rag actually is about, in fact, you know, in the in the oral traditions and the classical traditions of India, they say that even the most poisonous snake, when listens to sarang, forgets its nature and actually gets into trance, which means for human beings, regardless of what our behavior might be, if we listen to this rag and its vocabulary, the verbiage, the shabad in this, it will entice us to the better feelings. We will forget our negative or poisonous behaviors. So that's the background. Thanks for that. So and let's get into the Shabbat and talk about, we've seen, I've seen this before where we talk about um, bride lovers and uh, we're all brides. And so what is the idea here that uh, Guru Nanak Sahib is trying to tell us? Well, he is sharing his experience, so let's pick on maybe two or three words to maybe give the feeling uh, or talk about the feeling which you are invoking. So let's pick on the word cherry in this Shabbat. And there's a Shabbat which you are referring to, Sohagan, and there's another one in here, Baragan. If you notice, they're all feminine. So this idea of, you know, we talk about this, that the feminine voice of Bani is the voice of a wedded woman, as they say, or the one who is pining in love, who is the pangs of separation are causing lots of uh, uh, sort of uh, feeling. So cherry word is one of those words. Cherry comes from some idea, you know, this idea of chelly, you can say, or adasi, which essentially means, I mean, in English you read it, the transcreation, which in Ikorana came up with is maiden slave. The, and the, there's a differentiation. It's not just a slave. There's a forceful slavery, but hit. It's saying, I am your slave, which means nobody's forcing this on me. I want to be my rulers. In this case, then it describes who the ruler is. So Cheri is the one who is a maiden slave of the divine in this case. Apne pritamdi, the beloved slave in that idea, the one you love. So your surrendering idea is coming in. And then the word Bairagan gets used, which is very interesting again, because what is Bairagan? You know, generally we are used to the word Bairagi. In an Indian context, Bairag, Bairag, without rag, without color, without love. This used to refer to people without any engagement in life. Renunciators were called Bairagis, but here Guru Sahib is invoking Bairagan, firstly feminine, and secondly, that the one who is divinely passionate. So not that I want to eliminate the color or love of my life, I want to replace it with the divine love. So this is actually full of passion. So, it says that I became 
the divinely passionate who is colored, who is in love, when I got rid of the ego within. And then the third word which invokes similar feeling is Harke Nam Rati Sohagan. Sohagan is the one who generally we say is the happily married bride kind of an idea. It's a bride lover. Pritam is beloved. So there's a lover idea. There's a husband-wife analogy going on, bride-groom analogy going on, lover-beloved analogy going on. So Sohagan is the one who is happy, who is the lover, the bride, who is happy in the relationship. And in this Shabbat, it invokes Harke Naam Rati Sohagan. The happily married human being is the one who is drenched in all pervasive Naam, all pervasive Naam culture, as we might say. And then the Ram, Guru Nanak Sab says, Nanak Ram Patara. And Guru Nanak Sab submits that this is when Ram, the charmer divine, becomes Patara, becomes the husband. So essentially, uh, this, uh, this feminine approach to how do I become a Cheri? How do I become a Bairagan? How do I become a Sohagan is being in this this love song, this Shabbat is filled with intense feelings in otherwise very hot weathered or hot temperatured or you can say even the mental temperature of when it's very hot. How do I create this romance with the divine? How do I create this relationship, intense love relationship with the divine? It is being shown to us, being explained to us, the, in, the feeling is being invoked by Guru Nanak Sahib by utilizing these three uh, feminine ideas of Cheri, Bairagan, and Sohagan. When you reference the pangs of separation, what is the separation you are really talking about? You know, uh, Manpreet, uh, this, is, this is something, separation, I would say one way to look at will be when you have had certain feeling or certain relationship, and when you don't have it temporarily, then you know the real separation. So in the Gurbani's vocabulary, we all came into this on this earth as a product of divine gift. But something happened on the way that we started missing that relationship. And when you want that relationship back, that's the separation being invoked. And it is being explained, illustrated to us through a man-woman relationship when they are together. But when they are not together, because they have tasted that love, that relationship, that feeling, that separation can fully be appreciated or understood or felt when you have had it and when you are not having it. So that's the separation. It's, the, it's not feeling the divine intensity within. It is being explained through a human relationship when our spouses are not together. Something in a Shabbat like this, which, you know, talks about these intense emotions and feelings. How do we, how do we bring this into, uh, I would say, practical life, everyday life? You know, one separation that you just talked about right now, uh, of course, there's a separation and the love you feel when, you know, your wife or girlfriend or whoever is not with you at the time and you really need them. But how do we, how do we, how can we relate to this Shabbat uh, even more in everyday practical life. Um, is there any, maybe is there any, um, and you're a, a big fan of history, is there any um, historical context, historical figures, hockeys that, that reference a Shabbat like this? 
Oh, yeah. I mean, many. So let's work with this Shabbat and Guru Nanak Sahib because then it makes it very real. Even the opening of this, look at it. He's saying, I am the maiden slave of my ruler. Thakur is a ruler, the ones whose political domain, the geographical realities or the land ownerships or the emperors or the kings come in. And he says, and this is Guru Nanak Sahib. He's like, I... I am not your subject. He's telling this to earthly authorities at the same time. I chose, I willfully chose, and this is the idea of maiden slave, I willfully chose to be a subject of Thakur. That's my ruler. And how, how do I know this? Or why do I say this? He says, because this ruler, this ruler actually helps me. It does not kill me physically. It helps me kill the ego within me. Because this is what rulers do, right? So this is very practical. Who is your, who is helping you kill, uh, as we, I mean, this is symbolism, kill, which essentially is meaning who is helping you translate your ego, your potential, into what we now call in the stars world's world from uh, towards light instead of darkness, right? Who is going to reawaken this? And then Guru Nanak Sahib is saying, the rulers don't get to do that. That's why I chose a different ruler. Thakur is my ruler. The, world, the one who is the world life, the one who provides life, and that individual is helping me uh, with what? And then he talks about it. Let's actually go over this Shabbat in this manner. And then the second, <clears throat> that was the Rahau line, and then he goes into a very simple example. He says, my relationship with the beloved is that of perfection, supremity, light, supreme divine. So these are big words which might we might say, okay, what does this really mean as you were asking? What it means is, in the next line, he says, this is what entices me now. And what entices us? You know, when we are fascinated by either a look or an intellect or a status or things of that nature. So he described those. And then he says, I am enticed by these. And I understand this because this is where the Shabbat enters. And then he talks about those who are enticed and those who entice just themselves. He's calling himself centered. They become weak because they don't develop any understandings. And their minds and their bodies and torso, in fact, he says, you know, they are in pain because they're developing themselves only physically, or we might call it intellectually, but they are not dyed in the color for Chalmer Divine. No? So they, they don't have the color, the love within them. And then he says, well, if you have that much understanding, and at that point, this is very practical now. When you become Baragan, when you have color and love in your life, that's when ego gets abandoned. Because otherwise, if you just have physical strength or intellectual strength or uh, monetary strength, then actually ego is becoming superego. When mind accepts that it doesn't matter what the world's honor is going to come, I want to be in love and I want to die, you know, uh, be full of love is where real things happen. This is when you become a Bairagan because the only life support you need is of the beloveds. And when you have gone through this process, he ends the Shabbat with, and this, you can say the whole thing applies to our relationships. When you go through this process, the relationship becomes where uh, we are all in immersive culture of Nam, which means the love, the color is within us. We know what the support is. We know who the ruler is. We know who who the bride lover is and who the groom is. So what that means is we know our, 
our exact space, our place in the relationship, then it's not a power play. Then it is not something to be scored to gain intellectual, physical, or monetary strength, but what is being gained is love. So that's the process in this Shabad. Uh, Guru Nanak Sahib is taking us, but again, you know, I do want to caution here a bit. What I've just explained to you is my mental understanding of this Shabad. But the Shabad actually is asking us to go beyond mind. Mind needs to get enticed, is what it's saying. And when mind is enticed, then it feels all of these things. So the idea is, how do you entice the mind? No, that was great. Thanks for going over that. Made me understand the Shabbat a lot more. And so, uh, this was great. Before I let you go, any final thoughts on the Shabbat? We're coming to the year end as well. Um, any final thoughts on the Shabbat or the year end? Um, well, we have one more uh, Shabbat of the week left. So I'll just stick to on this one. Yeah, the thought on this is that you know, and, and I want, I'm going to invoke the Rag Sarang part here. One of the appreciations as 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 personally I've developed over the years, and I'm hoping uh, every self-identified Sikh or anyone who's a student of Sikhi must develop, is that without the music, without the rag, we are missing an element of color or love. Because the things which cognitively we cannot, we cannot, we cannot fully explain what a cherry or a baragan or a sohagan is. What is a maiden slave? You need to read, read poetry to understand maiden slave. Otherwise, we'll only understand slave part. Similarly, to be Bairagan, there needs to be some color or love in life. To be Sohagan, Sohag idea, we all understand. But how do you really become the Sohagan, the bride lover? Maybe we become the brides or maybe we become the lovers. But what's a bride lover? In order to actually feel the color and love around all these, there needs to be a music ele- musical element. This is where the rag really comes in. So as we understand today the meanings of these Shabads, which are love letters, which are infinite wisdoms within them, the only way to transcend, go beyond meaning, is to actually bring music into it, color into it, and love into it. So I'm asking and hoping that those who are not just if you just want to be a student of Gurbani, then maybe this is enough to know the meaning and know the interpretation. But if you want to be the Sikh of the Guru, you're going to sing it and recite it in those musical elements and in those rough elements of rags, which will invoke these feelings, which will take us beyond cognitive learnings. Great. Thank you for that. And before I let you go, uh, anything coming up in your world that you'd like to share? Um, yes, uh, you know, uh, I had mentioned this, I think, last week as well, that we are, our, our second State of the Punt series report is, uh, we are done with the research and drafting of it, and uh, uh, it'll be one of the first offering in January in 2018 will be, it's a report on the marriage, on the marriage issues global sick community is going through uh, our so we have finished the drafting of it. It's in a post-production sort of a, you know, how do we not present it publicly, the results of our surveys and understandings from Gurmat traditions and recommendations for individuals who are wanting to get married and institutions who want to facilitate those weddings. How do you think about various ideas around marriages to know and grow the community? So that will be our next major offering in January of 2018. Great. Looking forward to that. 
Um, just want to let all the listeners know if you want to hear this Shabbat in the Rag is supposed to be in and see our transcreation, please log on to sikri.org. We are coming at the end of the year. Uh, so if you're in the spirit of giving as well, please click on the donate button and um, give as much as you can and hopefully fund further projects like this, um, like the one Harinder just talked about. Harinder Singh, thank you very much for being on the podcast. Thanks for this transcreation. Always a pleasure. Well, uh, thank you, Manfred, for continually helping us take the messages of Gurbani to your audience. Thank you. Thank you. Guru Fateh.